Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Soul Survivor Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Bird, along with my co-host, Jordan Heffler. Come on in, guys. We are here with episode five in the books. Very exciting, and I gotta say, it's moving along really fast. Dylan, I am licking my chops just thinking about this episode. So action-packed. The game is clearly moving along this early in the season, and I am just, to be honest, just ready to talk about it. Yeah, every single season, Survivor goes so fast. Already five episodes in, a lot to talk about, so let's get right into it. So the episode opens up with Dean. Uh, Dean was obviously left out of the Chelsea vote last week, and kind of a weird move. I mean, I guess it's a pretty common move, but weird move. He was kind of interrogating people. He's like, I'm going to find out who did it, exactly who did it, and funny enough, nobody would own up to it at all. Yeah, nobody would be a rat, even though clearly Missy was the one that constructed the entire blindside. Nobody was willing to say, this is the source it came from, this is who wanted to do the blindside, and usually it's something you see out of Survivor. People people are willing to throw people under the bus, especially this earlier in the season, to, to show that they're not playing too hard and that they're not the mastermind behind everything. Yeah, definitely. And then, you know, Dean, Dean seemed really mad. Uh, I always find it a little bit funny when contestants get so angry after a vote you know like obviously somebody's going to be left out like that's the name of the game you just gotta you just gotta move on or recover that's simply it yeah that's that's one of the things that bothers me the most about survivor so clearly you can be upset and worried if you're left out of a blind side but you cannot take anything personally one of my biggest pet peeves is when people are really butthurt and are really upset about being left out of the vote and that they're not being included enough, or they're not being talked to enough. You know what? You signed up for Survivor. You know exactly what you're getting into. Why are you taking anything personally? Right, exactly. Like, move on. Make the relationships you need to make. Um, get yourself back in. I know, you know, easier said than done, but that's what that's what you got to do. You got to, you know, be Wentworth and recover from the bottom. Yep. Uh, anyway, moving on from Dean, drop your buffs. We have a tribe swap. Oh, yeah. We, we, have, a, we have a tribe swap. Uh I thought they were going to go to three tribes, actually. They didn't. They stuck with the two tribes. And we had New Vokai, New Lyro. And New Vokai ended up being a 4 4 split. Always interesting to see. And New Lyro ended up being five Vokai and three Lyro. I'm going to go, just so everyone has it in mind, I'm going to go and read off the new tribes just so, just for, you know, further future reference. Uh, so we have New Vokai. We have Elizabeth, Missy, Aaron. And Elaine were the old Lyro on the new Vokai. And then we have Dan, Tommy, Jason, and Lauren who were already on Vokai. So that's the 4-4 split there on the new Vokai. And then from the new Lyro, we have a 5-3, so 5 Vokai. And 3 Lyro, the 3 Lyro who you obviously saw left out in the vote was Tom, Dean, and Karishma. And then the old Vokai on the new Lyro was Nora, Janet, Jamal, Jack and Kelly. Yeah, Dylan. I'm gonna say I'm personally gr- glad that you tr- that you read that off just now because I was just starting to know everyone's name and knowing what tribe they're on, and all of a sudden they swap. It gets so confusing having having to remember who's aligned with who, who was on the who was on the old tribe, and who didn't swap. And I appreciate you doing that just now. Yeah, you gotta gotta be uh, observant and ca- and and you know careful while you're watching. Otherwise, you're not gonna have any idea what's going on after the tribe tribe swap. At least within the first few episodes. So they switch the tribes, and then they go right into that, that first reward challenge. And before we get into the first reward challenge, I just want to talk a little bit about the way those tribes were split up. So obviously I went over the way they were, the way the old tribes were represented on the new tribes, but I just want to point out how much more athletic 
Vokai is than Lyro. I mean, obviously, we're it's not gonna, even close. We're going to talk about the reward and then later on the immunity challenge where New Vokai won both of them. But I mean, Elizabeth, Dan, Missy, Aaron, Tommy, Elaine, Jason, and Lauren compared to Karishma, Tom, Nora, Janet, Jamal, Jack, Dean, and Kelly. Not even a comparison there. And it was on display right away on that first reward challenge, which, by the way, was a sick challenge. It was actually an insane challenge. I'd never seen anything like that on Survivor. Legs tied behind your back, arms tied behind your back. You got to go full body crawling through the sand in that boiling hot Fiji, Fiji beach. Literally, everyone's face is deep in the sand. You have to use your entire upper body muscles to try to get up steep hills pretty much insane to watch i don't know how anyone did that and you know what karishma couldn't do it right karishma couldn't do it um i was very surprised that the new lyra tribe decided to start off with janet and tom tied together obviously the two oldest ones on that tribe but they really held their own like i have to say tom and janet considering what their age is they've been holding their own at every challenge and i have to say that they did an extremely good job with that so you know props to them for that yeah but if you're Lyro, I, I agree that they did a good job. I was surprised by that. And then you see Karishma on the next on the next round. I know she has not shown strength in puzzles, and I know that she's really failed in that aspect, but you cannot have her do that. She's the sole reason they lost. She just held her up entirely. Right. Nora literally had to drag her, which I can imagine is near impossible given that given the situation where they're where their hands are tied behind their back, they can only use their body. And meanwhile, Nora is like inching, but she's not only inching for herself, she's pulling Karishma with her. And in the end, it was too much time to make up. She's flopping like a fish trying to carry Karishma on her back. It was really funny to watch. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just ridiculous. Karishma obviously cost them that challenge. And it's ironic because the challenge was for Applebee's. And in one of the weirdest confessionals I've ever seen, Karishma says Applebee's is her favorite sit-down restaurant. Just a wild take there. <laughs> Absolutely insane. That was literally my biggest takeaway from the challenge that somebody, their favorite sit-down restaurant is Applebee's. Like, you couldn't pay me to eat at, at an Applebee's right now. Why is that your favorite restaurant? Like, seriously? Yeah, I, I mean, look, personally, I don't think Applebee's is that bad. But you know what? It's a chain. It's not, you know, it's, 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 very, it's very average at best. And you're, that's, that's a stretch, but go you're, on. You're going to tell me there's no, like, sit down places where she lives that are not chains that she may like better like that's that's wild absolutely wild but anyway um so sick reward challenge and then we go back to camp and karishma's talking all about flipping 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 she doesn't want to work with the she doesn't want to work with the old lyro because she felt like she was left out there so she wants to work with all the vokai members that are now in her tribe she starts telling all these like personal stories and deep conversations to try to get them to sympathize with her and i mean in the end it worked but you know krishma was all over that flip right away yeah you had to expect that i mean she was completely on the outs of the other tribe everyone was sick of her no one thought she was pulling her way to camp let alone her poor performance in the challenges so pretty clear that she was going to want to flip there and pretty again a pretty classic move telling those personal stories to get people on their side and it seemed to work for her but come the vote that everyone was taking into account you know what do we take do we take karishma have her in our back pocket or do we think to ourselves we cannot have this weak player going forward Right, and that's something we'll get into a lot more later yep. uh, once we talk about Tribal Council, the debate of whether to keep Tom or Karishma. 
Um, but back to that Lyro tribe after their war challenge, one of the most bizarre, unique things I've ever seen. Dean and Kelly are talking, and they happen to know a mutual person. Dean's ex-girlfriend of six years was friends with Kelly. That is... Think about the odds about that. Think about the odds of that. That is wild. Absolutely wild. Something I've never seen before. Yeah, I've never seen that on Survivor, and that's something that could potentially propel Dean going forward, having that relationship with Kelly, because, I mean, Dylan, I know that we've talked. She's a pretty strong player, and she might carry Dean through the merge, but... I know that she said she was a little cautious of Dean because she thought that he was flirting with her and he, she didn't want to turn into the next Chelsea. So, again, kind of both sides of the coin there. Right. So Kelly's obviously got to be careful. She's in a pretty much perfect position in the game and on that tribe, in my opinion, even though I think that tribe is going to continue to lose immunities. She seems, you know, very com- she should be very comfortable because she's in a great spot. Nobody dislikes her. She's ex- extremely good at challenges. So she has to think about, you know, really talking to Dean because maybe that's not the best way for her for her to go in this game. Yeah, so we'll see what she does going forward. Again, she is in a perfect spot. So I am curious to see if she decides to align herself with Dean, pretends to align herself with Dean. We'll see. Yeah, so now moving to the new Vokai. Um, after that reward challenge, there were some conversations between Tommy and Aaron about pairing up. Uh, obviously they're from different tribes you know it was a 4-4 split they're from different tribes but they really seem to mesh and it seemed to be a little bit of foreshadowing going forward of what could be to come but I have to say extremely smart move by Tommy who you know has continued to speak every single episode about you know he doesn't want to do anything he doesn't want to be in like in the in the spotlight early he kind of wants to just lay low and I think it's perfect for him to hide behind a really loud strong physical player like Aaron so I think that could be foreshadowing that could be a great duo to come yeah Tommy's been playing extremely well and this is a strategy you have to take if you're a physical threat in this game because come the merge you're your public enemy number one everyone wants you out because you're a threat to win immunity every single time and if Tommy's able to hide behind Aaron who is not only a physical threat but is as you said extremely loud and is extremely manipulative and vocal about it this could really be positive for Tommy in the long run. Right. And now let's jump right into the immunity challenge. Um, pretty, you know, pretty, pretty straightforward challenge. But I do love the shooting hoops at the end. Always fun to see. And it ended up, even though the Lyra tribe was far behind in terms of the swimming and the balancing and the walking on the beams, they ended up catching up. And it was 2-2 in the hoops before... Uh, Vokai hit the final shot and then they ended up winning as expected. Yeah, something that I didn't think about that was brought up in the episode was that Dean was a D1 basketball player. Yeah, didn't know that. Missy Missy also played basketball in college. That's why she, by the way, Missy's Missy's shooting form, she's a lefty, amazing, absolutely absurd. Brought James Harden to mind there. Every single shot that she, t- even though she only made one. They all looked good. They Every single one looked amazing. I, Tommy ended up taking over for her, but Literally, every single shot looked like it was going in. It was absurd. Yeah, but Dean being a Dean 1 basketball player definitely would not have thought that because he's been pretty weak physically in challenges so far. I mean, if you're a D1 basketball player, you really can't keep up with these like 30, 40-year-old or even if you're Tom, like these 55-year-old people. Are you serious? Yeah, so definitely interesting there to hear that he was a D1 athlete, as you said. Um, hasn't been that great in, chal- in challenges at all. Um, but another thing that I wanted to talk about, 
once that once the immunity challenge hit, it was clear that there was going to be no Island of the Idols this week. Um, I'm wondering how frequent Island of the Idols is going to be used going forward, as it was there for the first four episodes, and then this ep- this episode there was nothing. So I think they uh, Jeff mentioned that somebody was going next episode, but you know we'll have to see what the pattern becomes there. Yeah, I would have thought before this episode that there would have been Island of the Idols every single week. Maybe it, this was a result of the tribe swap, so maybe they didn't want to get somebody on the outs immediately because they wanted to play the play the, or the writers the writers wanted to play the cards of the the tribe swap and how that's going to play out at tribal but yeah i'm curious to see how often we're going to see people making a trip to the island going forward that's a good theory i actually like that um we're going to see if that happens every single time there's a swap or when the merge happens if they hold people from islands of the idols just so that right just so you know the normal dynamics of the tribe happen and nobody immediately gets thrown um thrown out as a target but so now moving into the lead up to tribal council new lyra new lyra they go back to the camp and the immediate idea is karishma as expected as it's been every single week everyone's throwing out karishma's name she's extremely weak in challenges why not get rid of karishma but then karishma's talking shop saying you know what i'm with you guys no matter what nobody on my old tribe liked me, I'm going to be with Vokai no matter what. And that was a huge decision that the tribe had to make ultimately. Yeah, so Dylan, there's an argument about, there's an argument against, I should say, each of the three players on the old Lyro who's in the minority of this tribe. So we have Karishma, who is very weak physically, is not going to be able to help them in challenges to get to the merge, but she was definitely on the outs of her old tribe and she's willing to switch over and could be a useful vote going forward. Tom had very good relationships had very good relationships on the other on the other tribe so he might be able to contribute physically but at the same time he at get the merge he might switch again and Dean we already know he's deceptive has not been great in challenges really no argument for or against him here but he said he's willing to work with Kelly so Kelly might want to keep him around I'm curious if you were on the tribe who you would want to vote out right so at first I was thinking that it was ultimately smart for Karishma to be kept just as an extra number and then I kind of thought about it and I looked at the I looked at the tri- the layout of each tribe and I said they got to actually worry about making the merge before they worry about strategizing at the merge and a lot of these people are not going to make the merge if Karishma's there because in my opinion they're going to continue to lose challenges she's one of the weakest physical physical threats I've, I mean physical she's one of the weakest physical players I've ever seen in my life. So I think that they probably should have gotten gotten rid of Karishma. I could definitely see it coming next week if they do lose again, though. Yeah, so in my opinion, at least, you have to get rid of Karishma here. If I was on Survivor, my main priority would be to get to the merge and then see what I can do from there because that's when all chaos breaks loose, right? So not only do you want to get to the merge, but you want to get to the merge with as many people that you're familiar with as possible. In order to get to the merge, you have to win these challenges. And if Karishma is there... You, you just cannot win. She's been dragging each of her tribes every single time. You just can't do it. Right. And I think that it's possible that this tribe may realize that last uh, next time. And there could be a very, very easy vote of Karishma coming up. But I just want to bring up a few points and a few events that happened at Tribal. So it looked like Dean for a second was very much on the chopping block as he started talking, saying he was trying to make relationships with everyone. And then Janet called him out and was like, well, you haven't spoken to me at all. And Dean was kind of, Dean kind of didn't really know what to say. But then Dean made a very nice recovery later when 
he was talking about he threw Karishma onto the bus and he was like she she owes somebody something on the on the um Vokai tribe later on once the merge happens she may be willing to flip back later in the game how could you trust that and i think that was Boston Rob actually made a comment where he's like Dean's done and then he made a comment and he was like great job Dean after he said that so Dean made actually actually really nice recovery in tribal ended up that his name was never really on the block anyway but just you know something to look out for because Dean is going to be playing from the bottom this whole game, and he's going to have to get creative. Yeah, keep that in the back of your mind going forward. He he has a little juice in him. He has some spunk that might be able to propel him forward. Right. So Tom gets voted out. Um, we already spoke about that debate between him and Karishma. And, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to see what happens going forward. As I already said, I completely expect this new Lyro tribe to start getting picked off one by one as I think that they're going to go on a massive losing streak. I don't see this tribe winning a challenge unless there is a strong emphasis on the non-physical part. What if it's like if the puzzle plays a major role and it's one of those things where the puzzle takes up the majority of the challenge, then they could win. But if the majority of the immunity challenge is physical, they're going to get destroyed every time. Yeah, honestly, the writers might make the next challenge pretty puzzle heavy because I'm just looking at the tribes right now. Elizabeth, Olympic swimmer. Missy, D1 basketball player. Aaron, just a physical presence. Tommy, a pretty physical presence. Uh, Jason, very good strategically. And and Jason's great at puzzles as well. That's, that's what I meant. With uh, He's very good intellectually, I'll say. Right. And then New Lyro, just an embarrassment. Karishma, uh, Nora, who can't do anything and, and was somehow considered like a great player who really can't do anything. Uh, Jamal's good at puzzles, but he's not going to help out physically. Kelly's good at puzzles, but not going to help out physically. I mean, it's it's Kelly. Complete... Kelly actually hasn't been that bad physically, honestly. Out of this, in, out of every single person on this tribe, I think Kelly may be the best in challenges out of every. Maybe Jack, but other than that, uh, Kelly looks like she may be at the top of that tribe in challenges. So it's pretty, um, pretty interesting to see. Yeah, and that's to be honest, not saying too much. Right, it's not like they, they don't have one single challenge beast, and that's a major problem. It's not like they have Joe on their teams, and Joe can just carry everybody on his back. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if they do one of those things where you have to build like a 3D pyramid, you know what I'm talking about? Because yeah. in the past, it's taken it takes tribes either two seconds or two hours to figure out. Right. So maybe if, if uh, Lyra falls behind, they'll have time to make up time in that, uh, that 3D pyramid type stuff. Also, don't be surprised if another tribe swap happens within the next two or three episodes two or three episodes there have been times where they've done multiple tribe swaps before the merge like a lot like recently at least and i i don't i feel like they could go to three tribes at some point we'll see what actually happens i don't know if there's going to be enough players to do that but i could see another tribe swap coming if this tribe continues to be completely inferior yeah so there are 16 people at this episode now there are 15 you might we could even see one next episode it's five five and five so we just don't get too comfortable is what I'm, I'm going to tell the players right now. Right, exactly. Anything can happen on Survivor. And you don't know when they're going to merge. Like, we've seen big merges. We've seen small merges. You really have no idea when it's going to come, so. Yeah, so I'm excited to see. I, I, If I had to predict, I would say that the tribes will stay a little bit longer because it actually might be pretty entertaining seeing how bad Lyra is. Survivor is sometimes like that storyline where it's just one really, really bad tribe that continues to lose. So... If I had to guess, I would say we have a tribe swap again in probably three episodes. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be 
around two or three probably. But you know, not to not to stay on this topic too long, but Missy was in I thought might have been in trouble after the last episode where she orchestrated the big blind side of Chelsea. You know, you had to worry about her playing too hard. We mentioned that on the last podcast. And now she's on the completely dominant tribe where it looks like she's gonna keep winning. Same thing with Aaron. He was very loud. He was on you know, he was on the bottom at a point and now it looks like he's gonna keep winning. So I think that it goes so underrated how how much luck is involved with the tribe swaps. It really does. It's such a huge part of this game. So along those lines, Dylan, I'm gonna say, are they still playing too hard? I mean, when they got to when they got to camp, they immediately approached the other members of the tribe and said that they're willing to flip. So there's a, to a point, it's good to want to be in the majority of a tribe, but to an extent, you want to keep the relationships you formed on the on the tribe you were on before and. Again, they just seem like they're playing too hard, and by the time of the merge, people are going to feel like they can't trust them. Right. Um, now, if they are playing too hard, even still, as long as they stay away from Tribal Council, you know, surviving events, they, they end up getting the merge. And once the merge happens, you never know. It, lines are going to be... Voting blocks happen, lines are going to be all warped, and you, you, don't, you don't know what's going to happen. So I think that their chances to get to the merge just went a lot higher. Um, rather than the possibility of them poss- uh, being blindsided extremely early. But now I think we should get into our weekly segment, um, where Hef over here does his Jeff Probst imitation. And I gotta say, Jeff had one of the longest reward announcements I've ever seen. And we're gonna let Hef imitate that right now. So, we're at the reward challenge I thought I thought he was going to give them fishing gear, but everybody freaked out when Jeff announced that we're having Applebee's. Shout out Karishma! So shout I'm out, shout out Karishma. So I'm going to take you back to that reward challenge. We brought Applebee's to Fiji. You'll enjoy fajitas smothered in hot queso, chicken, steak, shrimp, with a classic combo of buffalo chicken wings. Got room for dessert? How about the blue ribbon brownie? And to drink, the shark bowl. Good stuff. Amazing stuff, actually. I think, you know what, next time when we do a reward imitation, I maybe have to, like, act like the players and start, like, moaning every single time a food is announced. That may work next time. But, you know, we'll have to see. Let's do, I actually want to, I want to do it right now. Let's do this. Chicken. Oh. <laughs> Steak. Oh. Shrimp. Oh. 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 They all freak out randomly. Right. And then, oh, that the, the Applebee's drink, they all went crazy. That drink did look pretty good, I have to say. It reminds me of the Friendly's uh, blue, like whatever that drink is, the friendly, the Friendly's blue drink. I loved that growing up. I'm not a big Friendly's guy, I have to say, but... Do you sure. know the drink? No. Our generation loves that drink. <laughs> but great episode this week. Uh, we'll be right back at it next week for episode six. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter... It is at Soul Survivor Pod. I want to thank everyone for listening this week. Grab your torches, head back to camp. Good night.